96.5 K248BR in Santa Cruz and online at kpfa.org. The time is 3.30. We return now to Jack and Nina. Well, sort of to Jack and Nina, because as it happens, Nina and I recorded an hour program, two halves. You heard the first half in the last half hour. Unfortunately, the second half hour got mangled, and through technical reasons, we don't have it. And Nina is at a doctor's appointment. She can't be here. So we've just got me, Jack Foley. I'm happy to be here and uh, sending love and uh, good luck to Nina at the doctor's appointment. I'm actually going to begin with a few of her poems. I'll read some. These are recent poems. Cosmic Loneliness by Nina Serrano. The cosmic loneliness we humans feel as other species go extinct is no wonder, even if it is unnamed, unspoken, denied. We live under the shadow of knowledge that the earth cannot sustain our survival. Our water threatened by leaking pipes of fossil fuel, whole cities without clean water. We huddled together, pushed into underground trains, most looking at cell phones. Only the lovers face each other to talk above the rumble. And that's certainly true. You heard Nina read her Frida Kahlo poem, which was, which also was a recent poem. This is Love Comes, again by Nina Serrano. Love comes in moments, passing in and out of consciousness, sustaining me through the witnessing of an orange president dismantling the state and lying without the grace and subterfuge of all the other presidents I've experienced. I never see polar bears or elephants, but I feel their absence as they go extinct, knowing humanity may face a similar fate. I find the first gray hair in my grandson's beard and know my time is running out. Yet love's resilient, creative power brings me delight. I love to laugh. I love to sing. And the songs keep humming through my mind. My friend falls in love and his hope reborn. This love sustains us all. Anytime one of us shows our love, it renews my faith in joy, liberation, and the reclamation of balance. I'm the friend in that poem, so thank you, Nina. Pain. Again by Nina Serrano. Pain is the monster you could sense as a child hiding under the bed, in the closet, and in the dark shadow. It eats you up, taking over body and mind, leaving only a scream. No matter how you shift, it won't let go its evil hold. And she has been feeling pain. She's feeling much better now, and that's a very, very good thing. The one thing about pain, for the most part, is that we outlive it. 
<laughs> pain doesn't live as long as we do, and that's a very, very good thing about the fact of pain. Now, Nina and I played two songs by Kurt Weill, both sung by Lottie Lenya, who lived from 1898 to 1981. She was born in Austria and became a sensation in Germany of the 20s and 30s and was associated with uh, the man who became her husband, Kurt Weill, and, of course, with him, Bertolt Brecht. And some of her most famous roles were as Jenny in Three Penny Opera. And I believe Jenny also is the name in Mahagoni. And uh, she played in films in America and various things like that. Weill died in 1950, but um, she outlived him by some 30 years always in one way or another trying to remember his legacy, trying to bring us into the sense of what he was as a marvelous composer. So I'm going to play those two songs that we played um, as part of the second part of the show. These are both sung by Lottie Lenya. These are both written by Kurt Weill. And the first song is from... Mahagoni, Aufstieg und Fall der Stadt Mahagoni, Rise and Fall of the City of Mahagoni, which came out in 1930. And that's the Alabama song. It was covered by the Doors, among many other people. And the second song is from his musical, Lost in the Stars. It's the title song, Lost in the Stars. It is, I think, one of the few examples. John Lennon's Imagine is another of an atheistic love song. Here they are. The Lenya pieces. Oh, show us the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For we must find the next whiskey bar. For if we don't find the next whiskey bar, I tell you we must die. I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you, we must die. Oh, we must 
little dollar for if we don't find the next little dollar. I tell you we must die. I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die.
That was the great Lottie Lenya singing two of her husband Kurt Weill's songs. The first was the Alabama song from the rise and fall of the city of Mahagoni, and the second was Lost in the Stars from the musical of that title. The lyrics to the Alabama song were credited to Bertolt Brecht uh, and appear in his uh, collected poems as his, but in fact apparently were written by his secretary, Elizabeth Hoffmann, as um, in Brecht's style, and to give to Brecht. She actually translated um, John Gay's Beggar's Opera, and Brecht used that as the basis of Threepenny Opera. And the second song, Lost in the Stars, the lyrics to that were by Maxwell Anderson, who also wrote Knickerbocker Holiday, uh, which contained the great song, September Song, but it's a long, long while from May to September. Um, Beautiful words in... Uh, certainly in both cases. Um, uh, the second song is very, very interesting. The whole musical is a tremendously interesting musical. It's as good as anything that Feil did in Germany uh, with Brecht, uh, Lost in the Stars. It's based on Alan Patton's excellent novel, uh, Cry the Beloved Country. It's about South Africa. And what Weil manages to do in that musical is to give a feeling. Here was Kurt Weil. He was, Brex was a communist. Weil was Jewish. And he and Lenya, who was not Jewish, but was his wife, fled Germany, ended up in New York. And he became a very prominent uh, Broadway composer. But I think what you get in this Cry the Beloved Country version is a sense of the Germany that is gone. That Weil's music reflects his feelings about the Germany that was destroyed by Hitler. That whole Germany, which was an amazing Germany, and the Berlin in which he was a star, and Lenya was a star. Cry the beloved country. Look what happened to it. And of course, in addition, beyond that, lost in the stars, sometimes I think maybe God's gone away. It's an atheist song. It's a little parable at least the absence of God, if not quite God's death, but at least the absence of God. Sometimes I think maybe God's gone away and all we have are the infinite stars. The first song, the Alabama song, is also amazing. The chorus line is a group of prostitutes in uh, Mahagoni, and they are the first sharks to arrive at this town of Mahagonia, which is the town of City of Nets, Brecht called it, City of Capitalism. And it's a brilliant, brilliant libretto. And Vile's music is more than equal to it. They are both Brecht and Vile who couldn't stand each other after a point. <clears throat> uh, Vile called Brecht the uh, most repulsive human being I've ever met. Um, both of them are at the top of their powers. And they are collaborating in an extraordinary way. One of the interesting things about it was their acceptance of a tension, not only between them, which was certainly there, but a tension between the words and the music and between the music, the songs, and the play. Oscar Hammerstein used to say, oh, we've got to have... The songs advance the plot. They've got to express the characters, all of that sort of thing. 
Vile said, no, 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 the songs are not like that. These songs are interrupting the plot. Oh, show us the way to the next whiskey bar. It's also a Mammy song. I've done some work about that, and I can talk to you about that. If you know something about Al Jolson and many others who are imitating Jolson, you know something about Mammy songs. George Gershwin wrote one called Swanee. Um, this is the strangest, most ironic, funniest Mammy song that was ever written by anybody. I have a poem in just recently written. <clears throat> it hasn't been published yet. It's called Mahagoni 2017. And I heard the great Lenya recording of the entirety of Mahagoni, which is now available as a CD. I heard it as a uh, LP way back, oh gee, probably around 1960. The recording was made in 57. She used the best German singers. And there was a text that uh, of, of an English text as well that uh, gave you the translation. It was an extraordinary experience for me. I was 20 years old and I'm 77 now and I'm still talking about it. And I wanted to do a poem somehow or other which caught something of what that wonderful opera meant to me. I called it <clears throat> Mahagoni 2017 Variations on Bertolt Brecht's Great Opera Libretto. Much of the poem is quoted from the libretto in one way or another. Shine, green moon of Alabama, light the way. They'll give us money when they come to Mandalay, when they come to Mahagoni, where you may do anything. Give me money, says the bar of Mandalay. Money makes sexiness. The great dead cities drain us. Ah, this whole mahogany is only because everything's rotten, because there's no peace and no harmony and nothing on which you can rely. Look at those birds, lovers circling. You came from Havana years ago. I came from Alaska. I, Jimmy, seven years in the cold, in the snow-covered woods. I made it and spent it. Now there's nothing left of me. We don't need hurricanes. We don't need typhoons. We can do whatever they do better. Don't let them fool you. It's the business. You don't come back of the future. Days in the doorway to be. But you feel dangerous. The night wind. Don't let them fool you. You don't come back days in the doorway, but you feel the night wind. There's nothing but life. I first heard it over 50 years ago, 
you stand with the beasts. Ein Mensch ist kein Tier. They'll use you if you let them. At seventy-seven, I hear it again. Lenya's growly, inimitable voice. The night wind moves me to tears. That's my version of Mahogany, the city of nets. And I want to mention, in the city of Berkeley, which is not at all the city of nets, the 22nd Annual Watershed Environmental Poetry Festival, very different kind of thing from Mahogany. Stand up for the earth. Celebrate writers, nature, and community. That'll be this Saturday, October 7th, from noon to 4.30. And it's free. It's in the Martin Luther King Jr. Civic Park, Civic Center Park in Berkeley, right next to the Berkeley Farmer's Market, Martin Luther King Jr. Way at Center Street, right near KPFA, actually, one block west of downtown Berkeley Park. You're going to hear all kinds of people. Rafael Jesus Gonzalez was the Poet Laureate of Berkeley, Robert Hass, Maxine Hong Kingston, Camille Donji, Tongo Eisen Martin, Alison Luneman, Kim Shuck, Tess Taylor, Martin Margolin, who is the author of The Way We Lived, California Indian Stories, Songs, and Reminiscences, and many others. Kirk Lumpkin will be there, Chris Olander, Moshine Wen, the Poet Laureate of El Cerrito, Cerrito. Did I mention Kim Shuck? I hope so, Poet Laureate of San Francisco. And um, Robert Haas will make a final tribute to John. Ashbury. That's this Saturday, October 7th, at Martin Luther King Jr. Civic Center Park in Berkeley on Martin Luther King Jr. Way. Not far off. Something else I wanted to mention, which is that October, October 3rd, in fact, yesterday, was the birthday of a marvelous writer who was also an enormous influence on my youth. His name was Thomas Wolfe, and what I read was Look Homeward Angel, and um, I didn't know there could be things like that in the world. I didn't know that books like that could exist. It had a story, and it was a compelling story. It had characters, and they were vivid, but it also had, all the way through it, lyrical passages, which were part of the novel. I didn't know you could do that. So I'm going to quote a few things from Thomas Wolfe from these lyrical passages. A stone, a leaf, an unfound door. Of a stone, of a leaf, a door. And of all the forgotten faces. Naked and alone we came into exile. In her dark womb we did not know our mother's face. From the prison of her flesh have we come into the unspeakable and incommunicable prison of this earth. Which of us has known his brother? Which of us has looked into his father's heart? Which of us has not remained forever prison-pent? Which of us is not forever a stranger and alone? O oh, waste of loss in the hot mazes, lost among bright stars, on this most weary, unbright cinder, lost. Remembering speechlessly, we seek the great forgotten language, the lost lane end into heaven, a stone, a leaf, 
an unfound door. Where? When? Oh, lost, and by the wind-grieved ghost, come back again. I will go everywhere and see everything. I will meet all the people I can. I will think all the thoughts, feel all the emotions I am, I am able, and I will write, write, write. Something has spoken to me in the night, burning the tapers of the waning year. Something has spoken in the night and told me I shall die, I know not where, saying, to lose the earth you know for greater knowing, to lose the life you have for greater life, to leave the friends you loved for greater loving, to find a land more kind than home, more large than earth, whereon the pillars of this earth are founded, toward which the conscience of the world is tending. A wind is rising, and the rivers flow. And this is from me responding to all of that Wolfian rhetoric. Furious, ravenous language, gone on the wind like bullets, cacophonies of voices, oh, whisper-tongued laughter, this deep song embedded in story. How was that possible? Fifteen, I read amazed, shut down the brink of darkness, awakened to a larger world, stone, leaf, door, not known but sought, the lost known unknown, ravenous, enveloping world, word that opened the gates of heaven. And on that note, I'm going to close today's show. Nina, I hope it was a wonderful experience for you at the doctor's. And in a month, first Wednesday, next month, Nina and I will be back on together. And so sorry you couldn't be in the second half of the show. One of these days we'll find that second half and we'll rebroadcast it. Thanks, Nina. And thank you to Erica Bridgman. And thank you all for listening. This is Philip Muldry. I want to thank you for being so generous that we were able to end our fundraising drive early. This is our plan. We want to do less fundraising and more of the programming that you tune in for KPFA to provide you every day of the week. You can help us do that. Check out kpfa.org. You can pick and choose from all the thank you gifts and make a donation to KPFA. So again, thank you very much for your generosity. Keep KPFA independent and check out kpfa.org. Hi, this is Dennis Bernstein from the Flashpoints team. Are you singing the blues about corporate news? Are you interested in the news behind the censored news? Then your ticket to the truth is Flashpoints, the electronic canary in the coal mine of corporate disinformation. Tune in to Flashpoints every weekday at 5 p.m. on KPFA listener-sponsored radio for the Bay Area and beyond. Thank you. And you are listening to 94.1 KPFA and 89.3 KPFA.